Welcome to the Portage County Safety Council podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's safety chat. I want to bring Nick in this real quick. And you work primarily probably in industry type settings, right? You are going to offices and stuff sometimes, but you probably come across supervisors that are afraid to deal with the tough guy or coworkers are like, I'm not going to say nothing. They're not going to listen anyways. What are some tips that you've worked with and seen successful with some of the supervisors to be able to confront people on safety issues, not in a safety cop way, as we know that doesn't work, but in a way that kind of brings them on board into that. Because I think those things are going to work across the board. What have you seen out there that really works to help get those real hard dudes or, you know, men or women, it's not a gender thing, but those hard people that really aren't going to listen and we're afraid to really, you know, I'm going to waste my time kind of thing. So I think, you know, when, when we're working with companies and I'm trying to help you change your safety culture, the diffusion of innovation model is a big piece for me because I'm going to start with your early adopters. We're going to set some examples with those people. But then I also try to find connection points, a point, a topic or something personal that I can relate to with them on that for that topic. I have a coworker I work with and she tells this great story of a company she worked for before she came to the bureau and she had this employee who never wore his safety glasses. And it was a constant safety cop mentality, right? Mike, put your glasses on today. Mike, put your glasses on today. And, and you can do this and you have that small change of behavior, but by tomorrow it's gone. And so just observing the employee and the things that they did, they found that this employee every day, every break they had, every lunch, they sat in the corner and read their Bible. That's just what they love to do. And so she took this approach of, hey, Mike, what happens if you, if you don't wear your safety glasses and you lose your eyesight tomorrow? Are you going to be able to read your Bible? Are you going to be able to engage in that activity? And and relating this to something personal or to them made that click. And all of a sudden, oh, well, no, I, I want to be able to do this. Well, now I'm going to start to engage in that. So we find try to find these personal connections sometimes for those tough nuts to connect it to them. I had another company where we had a, a female that refused to wear her safety glasses, right? It was just always a battle about it. She worked in an all-male population. She was kind of a diva. And I said, let's just, let's just, try something different, right? What, what can we do to appeal to her to get her to engage in this? What, what can I sell to her on this? So we bought her these pink pair of safety glasses and she thought they were the greatest thing, right? And so we bought them for it and she wore them every day. And he goes, she had those safety glasses for two years and never had to replace them. All right, so it cost you a dollar or two more, but right, we find these little pieces, these <laughs> personal pieces. And that's all about not only being a great safety manager or safety director or HR director, it's about being a great company leader. If you know your employees and you know what makes them tick and you really get to know them, you're so much more successful. The safety managers that I work best with are not the guys wearing the white dress shirts and ties sitting up in the corporate office. They're the guys that are in blue jeans and T-shirts and they're out on the floor. They put their, their desk in the middle of the production floor and they can tell you something about every single one of their employees. They can tell you that Mike has a kid. They can tell you that Nick enjoys riding motorcycles. They can tell you something about everybody. And they use those connections and that's how they start to build that relationship. So I think that's a piece that we have to start doing is we have to tie that personal piece. But I'm also seeing a drastic change in our role. Safety managers used to be more, you know, the hard skill safety and risk management, meaning how do I control costs? But even at the state agency, we're a state agency, first, second, we're an insurance agency as workers comp. We've identified that health and wellness is as important as safety to the uh, to the extent that we now have, with the exception of this year, health and wellness grants, health and wellness programs. We're no longer uh, identified as division of safety and hygiene as division of safety and health, right? We're finding that health and wellness 
is just as important as those hard safety skills out there. And so I think we're going to see a national movement. And I think the success of that is a safety manager that can manage the, the hard skills and meld into an EAP person and work well with that EAP program. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. For more episodes, check us out on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Podbeam, or Stitcher. To get new episodes sent directly to your phone or smart device, be sure to subscribe. The preceding information is for entertainment purposes only. Views expressed may not reflect the views of any affiliated or sponsoring individuals or organizations. Listeners should carefully weigh information provided and seek advice from an appropriate professional before implementing. Listener discretion is advised.